Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Socially distancing himself at home. I saw him on that uh, TriCast last night. Uh, it's our good buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Kevin, how are you holding up? It was good. It was uh, it was it was an interesting day yesterday because we we did, as you mentioned, the uh, the Zoom call in the morning, and then uh, last night we uh, you know they had actually had me in the studio for the first time in a month. So I walked in. Uh, you know, full hazmat suit. That's more for their protection than for mine. That's that it's really less virus and more just protecting them for me wearing a hazmat suit. But what a blast and what a night last night! Right. Um, what was your reaction when they, was it like the rest of us going? Okay, they're going to pick Queen. They're going to pick Queen. They're going to pick what? Oh my God! Because that was my reaction. <laughs> That's about right. And then the uh, the other half of this was. Uh, you know, timing is always a fascinating part of this when you're talking about something that happens in prime time because for us, we are about to start our sports segment. So there is no place more isolated from the world than standing on a television set ready to go and do something in a studio. So we're standing in there, and uh, Bill Walsh is our, our main anchor, and, you know, it literally this happens while we're standing out there, and he's waving his arms frantically at me. There's, there's a point on the air where where I say, so I think there is a report they're going to take Jordan Love, and I and I look at, at Bill, and he's frantically waving his arms. I'm like, well, I guess it's official. They, they've taken Jordan Love. I, it's just such a, an odd and, and bizarre thing. But, yeah, the reaction was just one of total shock in a couple of ways. Uh, one, that they, that they did this, which you knew was going to happen at some point. It has to, with the – a franchise with this much invested in its quarterback position through the decade, but but that they would trade up a few spots to do it over teams who didn't seem to want a quarterback. So they thought somebody else, I think, was going after Jordan Love, and they clearly wanted him. So that, that I think, is the bigger shock to me, is that it's a premeditated thing. They had their sights set on him. Well, that's the question. They had their sights set on him. They jumped up to get him, so it wasn't like he fell to them. Uh, they actually went and got that guy. But, uh, you know, as Ross Tucker had put it, and I don't know if you heard Ross's comments, but between the compensatory picks they're going to get for losing Blake Martinez, for losing Brian Balaga, taking some of the guys where maybe they actually took a step backwards, but just to kind of fill the bill, not getting that big wide receiver right away, all that kind of stuff, does it seem like they're gearing up more for 2022 than they are for next year? Yeah, I think so. So I think this tells you two things about how they value the world of the NFL right now. One is, you know, there are a lot of people that talk about, well, you want to have guys that can make a difference for you right away because this Packers team was really good this past year. The thing is, 
those guys, the guys you're talking about that can take you a step over the top are mostly guys that are taken earlier in the first round. When you're talking about late first-round picks, those guys can help a team, but for the most part, a draft process is about helping you two, three, four years down the road. Uh, and I think that the Packers probably valued who was left around pick 30 once those great receivers were off the board as guys that could help them down the road. And if you're talking about guys to help you down the road, then why not draft the quarterback? The other thing I think is, is baked into this pick is maybe a little bit of risk management on this season, on 2020. Because what better year to not try to draft an impact player for, 20, for a season than a season that might not happen? So maybe there's a little bit of risk in there, a risk management in there, in that, hey, you want a guy who can help you immediately. You want a guy that can slide into a spot. But if you have a year where you're going to have some strange thing, whether it's a non-season or a season without fans, then maybe this was the time. I think I think all of that factored in there for Brian Gutekunst. Uh, it, it's I, I as a fan, I'm disappointed they didn't push the chips to the middle of the table. Patrick Queen was sitting there; he could have been the linebacker that helped you when you jumped up to get somebody. Now, if he goes on, and I've said this before, if he goes on to Baltimore and becomes the next Ray Lewis, you you know Brian Gutekunst might as well start driving north till he hits water. Because they'll they'll run him out of town because that was a guy that was they don't value that middle linebacker position the way many people do but that was a guy that a lot of people were looking at going you know what man that might be the way it do I I know I liked him that might be the direction in which they want to go I, I I understand philosophically you've got a guy now that you can groom that he can sit behind Aaron Rodgers but man when you believe your window went from maybe Aaron Rodgers saying hey I can do this for the next 5 or 6 or 7 years and my legacy is going to be tied to Green Bay to yeah probably 2 2 to 4 years at most we're closing that window and chances are if you're going to continue to play after 40 you're not going to do it in Green Bay I mean they changed the legacy right now Yeah 100% that they 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 changed the the fortunes of the franchise the legacy what Rodgers last chapters are going to be there's no question about to me about that aspect of it because the thing is you you can talk about Jordan Love learning for four years behind Aaron Rodgers but now you're talking about Jordan Love being affordable only as a backup which means he has to get paid instantly as Rodgers leaves let's say that's four years from now then, then Jordan Love is not on a rookie contract at that point. He's on a different contract, and you're going to have to pay him appropriately. So they, and I hope that the Packers are not drafting a guy that they will end up developing for someone else, that he'll learn behind Aaron Rodgers and then go somewhere else. The other part of this pick that, that disappoints me, the, the part to the fan, going back to what you're saying, where the fan in you is disappointed for right now, is the Packers have done – in, in their recent quarter century of their history, an unbelievable, unprecedented thing. They have ended up with two generational quarterbacks back-to-back. The chances of finding a third one, even if you have the best scouting department in the world, is not exceptionally high. You, that, that you could roll the dice and make this happen a third time in a row. So, And I, I'm speaking just strictly in terms of of statistics. This is not a slight at anybody in Green Bay's front office. I'm just saying you could draft a guy you think is great and you have all the research on him and he doesn't turn out to be what, what you thought he would be. So in that way, I think they had a greater chance of taking somebody in a different position than rolling the dice on a generational quarterback. You had to do it at some point, but 
it, you can't come up with the, the perfect role every single time. Talking with Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee, a sports reporter and anchor there. Um, so now moving forward, what do you – because I, I said at the beginning of the show, if Brian Gutekind said, look, we're going to stick with our board. He was the best available. This is what we're doing. And all of a sudden now if you go wide receiver, offensive tackle, defensive lineman, linebacker, then it's actually you're filling needs. So do you either stick with the board? You know, I would feel like, no, this was all contrived from the beginning. They love Jordan Love. That's the direction they were going. Don't BS us. This is what you're doing, and this is the way you're drafting. So now what do you expect here on day two? I, I think now you have to. You're, you're forced a little more into the idea of filling your immediate needs now. I mean, you, you've done with your first-round pick something that will, in, in an ideal world, be great for you two, three, four, whatever years from now. Now you really do have to, to try to find something in a position of need, roll the dice, and hope it happens. And if the Packers – didn't value the people in the bottom of the first round. If they didn't think those were uh, way better than someone available in the second round, then that's okay. But that means now those guys coming back to you second round, third round, and beyond, you got to go do something with those. You got to make those happen. And I think just as Gudikins traded a fourth to move up a little in the first round, I wouldn't be shocked if he tries to find a way to snag an extra pick today to try to help address those needs because it becomes more important to address needs now in day two of the draft. So maybe some package somewhere in there where the Packers end up picking one more time tonight than, than we suspect. It's, it's an important day. Uh, it's an important day for the 2020 Packers if there will be a 2020 Packers for sure. Always great, Kevin. Uh, enjoy the safe at home. I saw your picture the other day in a suit and barely any pants. Uh, don't do that to me again. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> I couldn't believe the number of likes that got on Facebook. And it's called validation. I think everybody's like, I knew he looked like that. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. You just wanted to show off the knee surgery scars, some battle wounds, you know? <laughs> Somebody said I should put the, the Achilles one side by side for the next picture. That'd be hilarious. Absolutely. There you go. Kevin, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, pal. Thanks, Phil. Always a blast. There you go. Kevin Holden from CBS 58. What I'm talking about is on his Facebook page the other day, uh, he had a picture of himself. He was doing the sports at home, which is the way a lot of television uh, people are doing this now. And there's a picture of Kevin uh, standing up in a suit, uh, dress shirt, tie, suit, coat, and uh, just a really small pair of shorts and gym shoes. <laughs> it's just it's kind of like, okay, uh, yeah, it's like we looked behind the curtain and saw the wizard while he was taking a whiz. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus uh, years, they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.